If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tom, would you like to pod? Yes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Susie Ruffle. I mean, Tom Allen. You oh. might notice immediately how good Tom's voice sounds today. I just mentioned the tombra of his voice. And I said, I haven't heard the word tombra for a while. Since GCSE enjoyed... Music? Oh, yes, it is a good It is a good one from GCSE Music, which actually I never did. What? But I did do A-level. Go figure. Go figure. Yes, I can harmonise a Bart Corral, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> at the drop of a hat. Uh, but I don't know anything about... Who's Bart Corral? <laughs> Bart Corral is, um, is a neighbour of my grandmother. And uh, Bart Corral would be a good name for a character, wouldn't it? Um, I like it. I don't know what a Bart Corral is. Uh, it's, he seemed to write lots of them. Basically, um, it's sort of a, a four-part harmony, four-part choir. I did that with my hands. What, like a um, barbershop? Quartet. Like a barbershop quartet in the 17th century, yeah. Tom, why are they called barbershop quartets? Do you know? That feels like oh, sort of something you might know. Um, I don't know. I th- it's something American, I think. Do you want um, to make something up? Do you want to make up a fact quickly? Um, yes, it was used in, in, in the southern states of America uh-huh. to drum up business uh, for barbers. Would you like yeah. a haircut? Would you like a haircut? Or maybe no? it's something about... It'll probably be something about, like... They were singers, but they couldn't get work as singers, so they became barbers. Barbers, or the barbers didn't get paid, and so they had a job as singers. I know some actors that became barbers because they really? couldn't get any work. Never be actors. out of work. Never be out of work as a barber, though, will you? That's the thing. That's mm. the thing. You always well, unless Good. they know you, because you well. just you just pick the bonds, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Which is the name of your next book. Pick the bonds. <laughs> yes, I do. I. You know what? And I used to cut my head, but now I don't. We're constantly learning, aren't we? That's we're the thing. We're all learning. We're all yeah, learning. I remember when I met you, you had all those plasters all over your head. I was a nightmare. I was basically I was wearing a wig of elastoplast. <laughs> <laughs> or like you'd just been in like an accident and you had. Oh yes. 
Yes, bleak, but yes. Bleak, yes, a bit too bleak, actually. So sorry, so sorry. I, I sort of meant like, you know, like a mummy. Oh, yes. That I did. was what I, I was like thinking. Like Moon, yeah. Very good. Um, yeah. Talking yeah. of accidents, Tom, there's a terrible accident in Call the Midwife this week. Series finale, wasn't it? It was a series finale. I understand, but I was not... I was not. I, I was not watching. So there was a big accident. What happened? There was. Out- there was a car crash. Tom. Oh no! Outside- I thought Dr. Tina Turner was going to die, but she didn't. Oh. Oh no! Stayed alive. Stayed alive. Um, so, so I'm not in the next series. I've still. The phone's still not rung. That's what I'm saying. You know what, Susan? I sometimes think, how much would it be to like, you know, mock up a. As a linoleum <laughs> NHS studio, you know. Um, I don't think it'd be that much. I also think they shoot it at Elstree, and I'm occasionally there. And I wonder oh. if I just popped on some sixties clothing. Just nip up there, Suze. They'd they'd love to see you. Would they? Or would they yeah. be like, "Excuse me, can you please get off set?" Sorry, what are you doing? Where do they do it at Elstree then? I, I don't know. Somewhere near there, I think. Where they do Strictly in that big one? Oh no! I think they have like a. I've just heard it's at Elstree. I might be lying. No, it probably is. I think they have like a mock-up, like, road. Oh, like where they do they do the crown at the back there. There's a yeah. mock-up of Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Oh, how interesting. Buckingham Palace on the flats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so there's a car crash outside. No, uh, it wasn't a car crash, it was a train crash, so a lot worse. A train crash? Yeah, someone had a heart attack on the, whilst on they were the... driving a train. Oh, I thought they have a, they're called like a dead man's break, aren't they? Yeah, well, Tom, I'm not sure if they existed in the 60s. And also, like, the, don't fuck with the format. It's perfect. Yeah, okay, don't question it. Don't Where question. does the train go near Poplar? Poplar? Yeah. Um, I think they were coming back from Chelmsford. What I think were they, they were doing the, out there? Oh, they had to go to a... Um, I think they were going to... So, Dr. Turner. Oh, Dr. Tina Turner. Dr. Tina Turner. Sister Julienne. And a, the new nurse, who's Irish, who I, who I like. Um, oh, yeah. They were all going to a um, what's it called when people that have proper jobs go for like meetings with other people to like learn stuff conference like an away day like an away day I think to learn about the mini pill which I think is what they called it at the time the mini pill oh that's a good idea what was that did you take it in a mini Uh, you just stopped yeah you took it in a mini and it stopped you getting knocked up oh that's nice did you wear a mini skirt well I imagine a lot of people did yeah Mm, I bet they did I bet they did so we're going to take the learn about the mini pill yeah I think so and Dr Turner was probably speaking very wisely and slowly yeah exactly (laughs) well I think it's so important that women can finally have responsibility for their own futures futures (laughs) futures damn it yes Um, oh yes then he'd get a bit annoyed about something he would get probably quite cross I'd say yeah and then sis, like his wife, what's she called? Mrs. Mary McDonald. Well, Mrs. Turner, in. isn't it? Come on, Mrs. Tom, Turner. It's not that hard. Is it Mary? Mary Turner? I don't think it's Mary. What is her oh, name? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, she's Dr. Scottish. Turner can't see you today, I'm afraid. Is she actually Scottish in real life? I don't know. Maybe if she's listening, do get in touch. You know the PA box? You, I bet she does listen. I bet she looks really different as well. Yeah, so, well, take off those glasses. She's a new woman. I bet I can't wait for that episode when she does that lets her hair down <laughs> oh, don't Dr. Turner look at me like that have they adopted <laughs> they've adopted children haven't they they have yes they have they've adopted May May but they haven't that they, the, the boy isn't is from his previous marriage the boy's from his previous marriage and they have two other children and they had an adopted daughter they have a beautiful sort of there's four kids four kids but Timothy's a lot older he's away at medical school Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was helping out with getting a wheelchair up the stairs the last episode I saw. Oh, yeah, he does bear that. Oh, I thought that's a bit unlikely, isn't it? Getting a wheelchair up, like, two storeys on stairs. 
Tom, what do you think happened before the Stanley Stair lift? Well, I don't know, but I just thought... I don't maybe know. a shoulder and How carry strong him up. is he? How strong is this man supposed to be? He's only 18. And he's not broad. He's like Dr. Turner. He's not broad. Look, Tom, I... That's not something that I've thought an awful lot about, how, how strong so, Timothy is. Timothy, that's true. That's his name. Um, Dr. Doctor Turner was on the train back from Chelmsford when it happened. <laughs> Is that what can you, you said stop when... this? Because if you end up getting a part oh, as the new doctor, imagine? I will be <gasps> livid. I'm. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine if I replaced him, Doctor Who? I'd be Doctor What? <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been, love? Um, fine. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about Saint. Are they still trying to sell Saint Nanutters or whatever it's called? Um, it's called Nanutters House, and no, luckily they found someone that's investing in it. What investing in a nunnery? What sort of return in... are they going to get on that? Well, Tom. The, the sisters help save his son. Oh, He's please, very that's not how investment works. That's not how well, investment works. Tom, you're also not in banking, so I don't trust you. Mm, whoever heard of it? Like, oh, we're going to put your pension... Where are you going to put my pension? Oh, into a convent. Like, three old nuns. They don't it's even have more the midwives there anymore. Anyway. Yeah, they, they do. Many? They live there, Tom. What, all they the all live in an artist. Yeah. Oh. Well, Nurse Crane does and a couple of others, but some people have got married and moved away. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The, the listeners would be delighted to hear that it's now finished until next Christmas so they won't have to hear me listeners, talk about no, it listeners write on the write on the comments have you not I seen I love that? how much they talk about Kill the Midwife they want to know more Kill the Midwife spoilers they love well, it well the thing is is that the BBC do podcasts for some of their big shows they had one about I May Destroy You they had one about the Vicky McClure one what was that called that everyone loved it was really good AC12 mm. you know what I'm talking about yeah. people are all saying it at home it's fine they had podcasts about those but they don't but have a call obsessed with that's what it's called obsessed with uh, thank you producer Emma obsessed with line of duty obsessed uh, with but I want to do obsessed with call the midwife but I don't know that the demographic that watches call the midwife know how to download a podcast well, and also they're already listening to this, so we don't need to worry about that. We don't need, we, there's the, too much crossover. The, the people who would download a podcast and watch Kill the Midwife are already here. And we're all here, we're all they're, here together. Everybody who needs to be here is here. So <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about it, Suze. Okay, don't I'll worry stop about worrying. It. Do, do we, is there a resolve on the train situation? Well, look, I, like, skip on 15 seconds if you don't, maybe 30, if you don't want maybe to know. But everyone, hours, everyone yeah. was all right in the end. Of course they were. A couple of people died, but, you know, not big uh, characters. Not <laughs> no one with a major storyline. No one that's in it every week. Oh, not... Um, but I do think the train... I do think that the, 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 the travel crash is a, a sad. I, I want to make that very clear. <laughs> Please, Susie, I can't believe you've made light of it. Also, no, but it's no different. But do you remember when in Coronation Street and the tram came off the top? Crashed oh, the yeah, cabin? that was insane. Mm, that was a big day, wasn't it? Huge. So there's no difference. Were they steam trains back then or were they all electric at that point? I think they were probably electric by that point, Tom. I mean, I, I should find out more because I don't know if you're across my train content, but I'm absolutely oh, living oh, on the trains. Oh, you are living Tom. for the trains. Yeah. Oh, honestly. You are so, um, you are so good at But when do you know networks. when you've, um, when something's not funny anymore and it's just funny to you? you that's the, that's Never. the great joy of it because, <laughs> you know... <laughs> it'll just it'll just you know it'll just keep get, you just, it'll peter it'll, out it'll be for you it's just and for me no but just it'll, everything do every, we should do everything for ourselves and That's then other true. people will come like I was talking That's about the midwife people come people build come. it and they will come build it and they will come exactly that exactly 
Are you wearing a powder blue, would you say, Tom? Yes, I've just got it back from mum. Um, she... why, why we shouldn't, did you mum borrow it? Not exactly. I got a stain down it. I think it was tomato. If as soon as I wear a white colour suits, it's like it's like um, it's like a magnet to staining vegetables, tomatoes, beetroots, that sort of thing. They gravitate towards me. If I wear a dark colour, oh, I never spill a thing. Light colour, I'm like I don't know what. Just it's calamity Jane. Of, I'm like calamity Jane in the in in the clothing stakes. And this day was no different. I put vanish on it. Other stain removers are available. Popped it in the washing machine. No good. Did it again. No good. M- and then I soaked it. Nothing. Nothing. And then I had to give it to mum and she does some sort of magic. Witchcraft. Witchcraft, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. And it's got the stain out. But I dare not wear it out. I just slung it on quickly because Rob Beckett came around for a cup of coffee. Oh, did he now? And he get... He, I mean, he did arrive early. He talks about me on his podcast. I said one thirty for coffee. He gets round at like 23 minutes past while I'm still in the shower at that time. Well, that's the thing, Tom. You do shower moments before people come round. I run a tight ship. I run a tight ship. <laughs> Is it because you secretly want to be caught in the nerd? There's that as well. Yeah, oh, Rob. <laughs> I didn't know you were... Oh, you've arrived early. He'd have to, get, he'd have to break into my house. Yeah, yeah. to do that. Uh, but I know, I know... I'm, a, I, I'm never on time never get organised no you are on time but you're on time like on end. the button yeah well like a train like bang on the time like a train yeah. oh I don't trust those new electric trains Dr Turner I bet his wife said that didn't why she? do you do it in such a flirty way because that's the only type of Scottish accent I can do a slightly um, slightly overtly uh, sexualised Morningside housewife yeah that's <laughs> which is not really is. her accent at all is that how you flirt in real life Yes, always with a Morningside accent. Yeah, I oh, thought hello so. there. How are you, Hen? <laughs> such God, a, he's such different on the telly. Ins- such an insulting accent. Sorry to anybody from, well, anywhere listening. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, Hen, no, I couldn't possibly, Dr. Turner. Oh, I'll just pop myself on the, on the bench, shall I? She didn't say that. She never said that. She oh, she wouldn't say that sort of thing, Tom. She's absolutely very polite. not. She's very polite. She, well, she was a nun for a long time. Well, that's the got, thing, Tom. Until she got the hots for him. That's the thing. And I wonder how often that happens with nuns. Well, well, not well, not none, not none, <laughs> not none. There not you go, none. and that's what she should call her autobiography. Not a nut, yeah, not not none, not no, nartus. How? No, it doesn't work. Don't worry. None, none Is that where it comes from? Nanartus. Nanartus. I don't think so. I think it's nanartus. Oh. You know that we got. You know that I got the board game for Christmas from Alice. Yeah. How's that going? Have you been playing every day? Uh, every single day, yeah. But you have to. You pick up a card and you have to say, "Nanata's house, midwife speaking." <laughs> but my mum couldn't. She cannot get Nanata's right for love nor money. Uh, no one can. Which Nanatas. then became hilarious. <laughs> you got to go around the board and you get past a certain thing, and, you de- and it means you've delivered a baby, and then you get given a little baby token. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lovely concept. Have you thought about playing it on that um, Snatch or whatever it's called? Snatch? Or, is that not no, what's it what people the, call their bits? Oh, that is... That thing online. Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. Play it, Snatch! It, <laughs> pop it on your Snatch. <laughs> that is such a different thing. Isn't that like... Isn't that like a colloquialism for a woman's vagina? Oh, but I think anything can be a colloquialism for a sexual organ, don't you think, Suze? Well, I guess so. Oh. But I, you could okay. do it with the clutch purse. Well, yeah, but that's an obvious one. Yes, you're right. Okay, I'm trying She's to having trouble with her clutch at... purse. Yeah, that's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Fitted wardrobes. 
I just saw my fitted wardrobes. That, why is it though? Yeah, yeah. Tom, what did you think about that man's penis freezing? What? What's happened? You did haven't he heard about this? Did he leave it out at night? There was a Finnish skier who was at the Winter Olympics. Oh no. His penis got frozen, Tom. His Finnish crispy pancakes? His... <laughs> Yeah, exactly that. No. Yeah. What, froze off? Snapped off? Or what? No, it didn't. No, they had to thaw it. Can oh, you imagine no. how painful that was? Oh, my goodness. What did they do? Leave it on a Pyrex plate overnight? That's well, I think they popped it in a microwave. <laughs> 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 I saw a thing being advertised. It's like a chopping board that you can... It speeds up the thawing process. It's available. I thought you were talking about something for your willy then, and I was well, so you confused. you could use it for that. You can use it for sausages, so I don't see why you can't use it for that. Well, just pop your willy on. This is getting very crude. This is not our taste. Sorry, everybody. But... What? So this, he was a skier? What was he? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to find the story, Tom, so I get you it right. I think he'd be used to the cold. They get it. Well, yeah, or you'd think he'd have on some really oh. good, like, thermal undies, wouldn't you? Oh, yes, and industrial salopettes. Well, you'd think so. So, mm. basically, so his name is Remy Lindholm. I'm not sure oh. how thrilled be- he is that everyone knows. Remy Lindholm does sound like a name one might give one's penis. <laughs> How's your Remy Limholm? He's got a problem with his Remy Lindholm. Remy Limholm. Oh, oh she's got a problem with her. Cl- cl- what was it? Clutch, clutch purse. Clutch purse. Fitted wardrobe. Her, le- her leather clutch purse. Her snatch. Her twitch. <laughs> so the men's fifty kilometres mass start skiing race at the Beijing Games was shortened to thirty k, but mm. that didn't help. Oh, I bet it was Finland's. for him. Well, yes, didn't help. Finland's Remy Lindholm who needed a heat pack at the end of the race to thaw out a particularly sensitive body part. Oh, no. It could have been his ego. Well, I mean... Well, um, I wonder if... I mean, that's the... uh, That's the... (laughs) The next phrase of movie sorted, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe he just needed to be saved by an act of true love. Well, that's the thing. Someone came towards him with a heat pad. Well, you can call it what you like, can't you? There's another name. (laughs) (laughs) Pop it in a heat pad, she'll be fine. Oh, yeah, she had a terrible problem with a heat pad. Yes. Oh, that is... Let it go. Well, thank goodness he didn't. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That mountain got caught on a a tree. Well, yeah, must have been such pain. So painful. 50 kilometres. Yes. Yeah, that's a long way, isn't it? Mm, That's a long way to get... That's like my house to Brighton. It's too far. That's a long way to to get your Remy Lindholm. Uh, frozen off. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, would you like some some audience correspondence? I would love that, actually, Suze. What have people been saying? So people got involved about the garden centres we were talking about last week. Ruxley. That's exactly right. And Sarah yeah. Henderson got in touch to let oh, you know. Sorry, Mrs. Henderson. Hello, oh. Tom and Susie. I'm a big fan of the podcast and introduced it to my German friend when I was in Berlin a couple of years ago. Oh, hello, wie geht's? Hello. Um... As a native Elton resident, I'm always delighted to hear you reference local spots. And the episode that you recorded as you walked around John Lewis was particularly good, given by sheer coincidence, I was walking around the same John Lewis when listening. <gasps> Can wow. you imagine? Wow, an audio described version of a John Lewis trip. That you can then. I, I mean, our, what a I treat. Our, actually, our worst episode. People, I thought we lost most of our listeners on that episode. Well, listen, Sarah was there Sarah and she was, was hungry there. for more. She, she was hungry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask if the garden centre Tom referenced in the last episode was Ruxley Manor. It is. It is it's the perf- absolutely Ruxley. 
It was the preferred garden centre for my family, and we've eaten many a pizza in the restaurant before, perusing plants, fish, and reptiles. Mm, I did not like the reptile section. No, it's not your thing, is it, Tom? Not my My dad also grumbles about the price of the food in the farm shops, but still buys a cheeky roll of cheese regardless. Sincerely, Sarah. It's a very, yeah, it is an expensive farm shop there. What we found when we went there is we ordered um, a hot chocolate on the app, which you had to do at that time. What? And then uh, the woman came over with a mop in her hand and said, what are you waiting for? And we said, we've just ordered a hot chocolate. And she said, oh, no, we're closed. But they'd taken the money, so then they had to refund it. Oh, it was a real palaver. Oh, and I just Tom. thought, can you just give us a hot chocolate? I mean, the lights are still on. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Mm. Mm. Sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> it put me off a bit. Yeah, um, but did you, if you have a hot chocolate, would you go for like the full whack with like the cream with the and the, yeah, cream all top. that on top? And then maybe some, like I've had one before that they put a flake in, which oh, felt excessive. Yeah, that is a lot, isn't it? But I do like that. But I do mm. find actually sometimes just a good quality hot chocolate on its own is, is, su- is sufficient. Yeah, it's and, nice. And would you ever have hot chocolate indoors, Tom? Um, I did go through a phase of doing them in the winter, actually. But then... Um, my family started demanding them because, of course, I've got the the coffee machine. You know, I've of got course. this. So I've got a steam wand. The... I've got a steam wand. Yeah, that's another great yeah, euphemism. Another that's what he needed a steam wand. That's the, he needed a steam wand, but it, it was a steam wand when it defrosted. I don't know. <laughs> this one's from Alice True, which is mm. sort of what Scottish people could what your Morningside housewife might call trousers. And uh, what an Alice True. <laughs> Just a true. Oh, where's your oh that gorgeous Alice Trues she had on Doctor Turner? I don't know why she still calls her husband. By his I, but I like it by his, yeah. his title. Oh, Timothy, Do, are you all right? I'm worried about you at medical school. This sort of thing she says, isn't it? That would be the worry. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. she she would be worrying. Yeah, I'd say anxiety is a big part of the character. Are you having a lot of vegetables? Why didn't you that take this? sort of carry on? Yeah. Yes, Tom. Yes, mm. you're exactly right. I was just in a reverie there. Yes. So Alice True is saying that the title is. Thanks, and a throwback to slugs. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Dear Susie and Tom, firstly, I'd like to say a huge thank you for your podcast. Like many listeners, I found your podcast in an incredibly difficult time of life, a job from hell, and having your witty and loving friendship in my ear on my darkest days made me able to get through it. Ooh. Fortunately, that chapter of my life ended a while ago, so your what, podcast... What, to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I think she means her job, Tom. I think oh, she means oh, her job. Okay. And so your podcast just pops up as a weekly treat while I'm pottering around the house. And thanks to you, I now know I need to hang up my bar. Bath mat. I'm mm. still working on it, but we're all human, right? Well, own it, Alice. Own it. Mm. This is a bit of a throwback email, okay, but Alice. I work as a gardener <gasps> in Bromley, no less. Alice, what Clang. are you talking about? Clang. And I have several approaches to slug deterring. Oh, which Tom might find useful. I would love to know this. What are your thoughts? Because it's like Glastonbury in my garden when the slugs come out. <laughs> One beer traps. Possibly the kindest way to commit mass slaughter of slugs. (laughs) All you need to do is pour some beer in a low container, such as a takeaway tub or similar, and place them on the ground in the area populated with slugs. They will be drawn in by the smell of beer, pop in for a quick drink, and then drown. Depending on the size of your garden and scale of the problem, you may need several of these. Well, that's I the first option. Brag about my no, actually, it's very average size garden. Beer traps. It's quite a big garden for London. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm having the vegetable patch fitted soon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the frost gets it. Of course. Um, um, so the, the second one is Namatodes. 
Namatodes. Namat- I think that's what I say at the end of a uh, yoga class. <laughs> it's very similar. These are microorganisms which act as parasites for specific pests. They are generally applied by mixing in the nematode. I think that's what it is. Nematode paste into a set amount of water and applying and applying on the soil via a watering can. They then somehow get into the slugs and effectively kill them. They're very effective in biological control methods for various pests. So make sure you get the one for slugs. Oh, not the one for humans. Not the one for humans. Okay, I'm going to... That sounds very technical, that one. Okay, okay here, here we go. Here's, here's the one that she thinks is the best. Okay. Biodiversity. That sounds like the sort of thing we should all be doing, doesn't we it? We should all be doing that. We should all be doing more of that. My favourite method is just to improve the biodiversity of your garden by encouraging a wide range of beneficial organisms. Mm. Think about adding perhaps a bird table oh, or a yes. bird bath to encourage birds, a small pond to encourage frogs. I'd love you to have a pond, Tom. You could put a pond in where the sunken trampoline is. Well, I did think about that. Um, two things I'm worried about. If you get newts there, then um, you can't get rid of it because they're protected. Um, <laughs> right. And, Who are they protected by? Um, the uh, the the Newt King. <laughs> the Newt King. Sure, sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I think. Um, and then uh, no, that's it really. But yeah, it would oh, be right. quite nice to have a bit of. Oh, it would be a bad thing to fall into drunk. Yeah, especially if I still thought the trampoline was there. Yes, so that would be how you break your legs. Do. Yes, and drown like a slug. <laughs> it would be like my <laughs> in, in a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fill it with beer. Yeah. Um, did you think from reading Roald Dahl books as a child that newts would come up a lot more in your adulthood? So much more. I barely see them. What are they, little tadpoles? I don't little know, like little tadpole things. Who knows? Hardly see them. Hard, hardly see them. Newt, I don't know him. A small <laughs> pond to encourage frogs or providing a habitat for hedgehogs. Hedgehogs. Such as a suitable pile of sticks and logs for a cosy home, ensuring they are adequate. Hedgehog thoroughfares. If you had solid fences... Hedgehogs benefit from low-cut holes and fences so they can travel around the garden. You can also include wildlife-friendly planting to encourage birds into your garden. Oh, yes. Well, I'm going to put in some wildflowers, actually, Alice. Thank you for saying that. I'm going to do that. I love hedgehogs. They're so adorable. I would love to have a hedgehog in my garden, but I'm worried. What about snakes? I don't think... Do you think that a hedgehog would encourage a snake? No, but I just think, what about sticks and stuff and compost heaps? Do they sometimes like it in there? I'm a bit anxious. I don't think that... I don't think there are that many snakes in the Chislehurst area that are looking for somewhere to hang. Okay, okay. Good. But I might be wrong. If there's any snakes listening, do let us know. Do let us know. Right in. Those are the three options that can help sort out your slug problem. If Tom needs any help in the garden, do get in touch. Thank you so much for all your work, including the podcast. My colleague and I have been listening to Tom's book whilst at work, and it's given us so much joy. I cannot tell you both how important your podcast and work has been to me over these past few years, and I hope to catch you both at a show soon. So grateful for you sharing your lives with us listeners and putting in time to entertain and inform. Mm. I'm not sure how much informing we're doing, Alice, but I mean, I just told a story about a frozen dick. (laughs) <laughs> but it was informative and it was good to be across it mm, yeah well so that's what she said <laughs> I was, thought there might be something like that happening yes. apologies for this long email but I do hope it has been helpful it has mm, Alice all no the question. best from a like minded friend and gardener Alice bye 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 thank you Alice thank you maybe Alice should nip round to your garden well I would like to see her like do her do her best with my slugs uh, I haven't seen any for a while. Maybe they're more of a summer thing. But I am thinking about getting the vegetable patch installed. And I think that is going to be a real issue, actually. So I'm going to put lots of beer traps out. That's and, a good idea, Tom. And I have got a bird 
feeder. So I'm going to top that up. With so them. I can pop around and have dinner. So for all the birds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. This one's from Nick Dorks. Dear wonderful like-minded friends, Tom and Susie, just a quick shout out to say thanks to the shout out from Penny Crayon last week. Tom. Mm. Do you remember Penny? We did a shout out for her last week. Yeah. Crayon. Yes, and we relived the wonderful I- I- adventures of Penny. And exactly. Penny yeah. Now Nick's got in touch to thank Penny for thanking him. Oh, it's Penny. a very like-minded friend thing to do, I'd say. Very like-minded friend thing to do. Very on on brand. Yes, thank you, Nick. We shall be sending you a thank you note for this. <laughs> a thank you note is in the face. An avid listener also, I was late listening to last week's podcast and hadn't heard it. Oh. However, we were drunk on Saturday night with the aforementioned Penny who announced it in the middle of the pod, cue audible gasps of glee and imagining and imaginary clutching of pearls. Yes. As soon as I awoke on Sunday afternoon, <sighs> if you party till 5am, you still need your eight hours. Mm. I ran down the stairs to listen like a kid at Christmas. <gasps> you guys have become the cornerstone of our friendships. We often discuss oh your shenanigans goodness. over cups of tea and laughter and you've, oh. become mu- and you've become part of our friendships, which is odd as we don't know you and it makes us sound like stalkers. No. As a gay man in his 40s, I've had <gasps> my share of ups and downs. And well, if you're truly lucky you. in life... <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us have been so lucky. Um, <laughs> Not to make light of your, your life. Tom, Tom, come on, Sadness. let's come on, please. Please. I think he was talking about emotional rather than sure. the dirty Physical. things that you're thinking of. Of course, of course, Nick. If we're truly lucky in life, we have friends like Penny, who is there for the good times and the bad times. As a friend, Penny is warm, funny, caring and witty, and she doesn't suffer fools gladly. Mm. But you know if Penny's your friend, she's always got your back. As a bunch of ageing gays, it's nice to have a friend who knew you then, knows you now, and will be there for the years to come. I just wanted to say thanks for the shout-out, and to Penny and for all of our friends in the community who are allies, sometimes you find people in your life who you know will be there forever. And friendship is truly one of the most important things. Anyway, Mm. I'm at my desk at work, and I really should actually do some work. No, Nick. I wanted to say thanks for the fun and laughter you guys bring every week and keep up the good work. P.S. My bathmat stays on the floor, yet I feel dirty and sinful confessing this. Mmm, I yeah. bet you do, Nick. Well, well, you're a glutton for punishment. Don't, don't come crying to us. <laughs> when, when you've got scabies I, on the feet. Oh, something dreadful like that. Or a mark on your floor. Maybe your linoleum, your bathroom linoleum will become, I don't know, corroded with... With damp. <laughs> just think about that, okay? You just, then, you just I wonder think if, about it. I wonder if Penny Farthing will be around for that, you know? Just make Penny sure you're Farthing, that. of course. Penny Farthing. Um, just make, just, I mean, well, you do you. You do you. You do you. Okay, we have one more from <sighs> Jasmine, and this is another person getting in touch because they listen in, in America, Tom, if you can oh, imagine. Jasmine, such a thing. hello. Jasmine. Hi, Susie and Tom. I'm a like-minded friend in the US. I found the pod only a month or two ago and I've been powering through the episodes. I love the pair of you so much and the wonderful chemistry you have. I'm envious of your effortless conversation as I share your interests, but don't really know anyone, IRL, I think that means in real life, who does. Oh, that's what we're here for. They're exactly that. They are like casual walks in the countryside without a GPS. Sat nav to you. I love all the digressions and the endless speculations about the minutiae. I listen at work with my headphones, so I'm sure people wandering past are wondering why I'm repeating certain words over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Answers to your casual queries. Uh. In my otherwise silent office. Ruxley. Ruxley Manor. Ruxley Manor. Exactly. E.g. Kathy 
Najambi, Kathy Najambi. Kathy Najambi, the actress who plays the third witch in Hocus Pocus. That must uh, have happened in some episode. That must have happened at one point, yes. I also enjoy hearing stories repeated, like my absolute favourite cashmere sweater incident. That was a long time ago when oh, I bought cashmere. Oh, yes, I remember those heady days, yes. Those heady days of cashmere. Oh, now you've got the heating and on full time, you don't need it. <laughs> that's the thing, now I've just got acrylic. Um, I just moved to a new city after a decade spent in Philadelphia. Oh, I've been there myself, actually. What did you think of My aunt used to work at at Montgomery, McCracken, Walker and Rhodes. She used to work What was that? It was a law firm in Philadelphia. What was it called again? Montgomery, McCracken, Walker and Rhodes. But she had a sort of mid-Atlantic. So she's like, Montgomery, McCracken, Walker and Rhodes. (laughs) She was American. American American and English at the same time. She moved to America, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Your family travel, don't they? Yeah, always on the run. Always on the goddamn run. Um, I don't really have a wide social circle here, so I feel a bit isolated, which I enjoy most of the time. Mm. I I felt I had committed everything in my past life, so I needed a whole reset. I turned 41 this year, and even though I orchestrated all this change, I'm still shocked by it occasionally. Well, that's enough of me spilling my guts to a stranger. All of this is to say thank you for keeping the pod going. It might seem like nonsense at times to you, but... Some people, like me, need to know that relationships like yours exist. Lots of oh. love, Jasmine. Jasmine! That's, so nice. that's such a lovely, heartfelt message. And, um, you know, I'm, I can be quite a solo person at times, you know, and I think it's quite nice to... Um, it's nice to have your own company sometimes and nice to know, like... Nice that you can be on your own, I think. That's it. That's exactly it, yes. I think that. Because my thing is, I like to have my own company, but in the knowledge that I can easily mm-hmm. see other people. Do you yep. know what I mean? Yeah. I like Yeah. I like that. But I think that, so for a long time, I was a real serial monogamous, she says, as a married woman. But, um, but she just I always I had ha- the same serial. That's what she means. Yes, exactly. It's balance, actually. That's my favourite, Tom, if you're interested. Um, but I think it, I, there was, I didn't feel like I could be by myself. And I did have about, before I met Alice, I had about sort of maybe eight months where I was single. Uh-huh. And I think I really needed that. Mm. Um, and I know eight months doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but honestly, I'd jump from relationship to relationship. It was a long time for me. But it's good to remind yourself that you can just be by yourself. Yeah, I think it so, shows great strength. And mm-hmm. um, and also, know. like, going somewhere to start a new life. That's yeah. really impressive, Jasmine. Was Jasmine from the UK originally and she moved there, do we know? No, I, no, I think she's... She's mm, from Philadelphia. I think she may be from Philadelphia. She, she doesn't Philadelphia say born Jasmine and get in touch. Philly. Yes, she lives and breathes this Philadelphia freedom. What is a Philly steak? Do you know? Yes, it's a... Because when I went there, you go to the... What's the name of that market? Um, People... Is it Philadelphia Market? It's the Philadelphia Market. It's called... I can't remember. Something like South Terminus Market or something like that. That's not right. And people in Philadelphia will be like, no, it's got this. And you go there. And I think they're called Hoagies. And and that's a Philly cheesesteak outside of Philadelphia. Oh, I'm getting it all wrong now. Basically, it's like a roll. Yeah. A bread bap. Yeah. With um, slice, a thin bit of steak that's been fried. Yeah. Cheese on top. Cheese on top and onions. Sort of thing. But it's like renowned. Oh, that but sounds lovely. It is nice. Sort of thing that we might get um, from a small um, street vendor um, outside something like a football match. That would be the sort of... Yes. Okay. Or maybe outside G-A-Y. Do you remember yes, that man indeed. that used to do the hot dogs? I do. I never partook of his hot dog uh, well, in any capacity. Partaking in other hot dogs, other I imagine. Dogs. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Hoagie. 
I'm going to make sure because I know people will be annoyed. Not our audience. They wouldn't be annoyed. Not with us. Um, uh, no, I know, I know. A submarine sandwich, commonly known as a sub. Ita- uh, it's sometimes known as a hoagie, hero, Italian sandwich, or grinder, or a spucky, is a type of cold or hot sandwich made from a cylindrical bread roll split lengthwise and filled with meats, cheeses, vegetables, and condiments. It has many different names. Oh, that's not the same as a Philly cheesesteak, is it? But maybe a Philly cheesesteak is a type of hoagie. Philly cheesesteak, I want you to know, it's a cheesesteak, a sandwich made from thinly sliced pieces of beef steak, melted cheese, long hoagie roll. Popular regional fast food has roots in the US city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The end. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. I just want to get that clear. Well, I think you've made it very clear. If you want to get in touch, please do. We're here for recommendations. Yes. We're here for life advice. Yeah. We're here for your shout-outs. We're very into your shout-outs. Yes. Citizens Advice Bureau. But if if anything is sort of pending legal work we, we can't really contact, get involved in that we cannot help you with, with an unfair dismissal claim just to be no <laughs> <laughs> but especially if you've do been get sacked for <laughs> incanting random words whilst at your again. desk at work yeah exactly yes, the cast uh, of you, Hocus Pocus yes but if you want to get in touch please do the email is hello at likemindedfriendspod.com mm. and we will be back in your ears next week to talk I mean, sort of just a load of bollocks, but... Oh, there's a lot of things to, like to be it. covering, a lot of things to be talking about. I feel like we've barely touched the surface, but, um, you know... But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Really fancy now, cheese stick. Yes. May I just quickly do one piece of plugging? Yes. Do I don't mind at all. Something? I'm doing a very small tour at the moment. Yes. Of Susie Ruffle and Friends, of me just working out new material with a couple of my friends. I've got people like Jen Brister, oh. Jessica Foster Q, oh. Rose Johnson, wow. Maisie Adam, lots of different friends Lovely. popping in to do uh, sets. And uh, you can find everything at my website, which is susieruffle.com. And then I'm also putting on a charity show for a charity called Young Roots, who are a youth refugee charity. And that's on the 7th of March at the Backyard Comedy Club. It's a really great lineup. And it's raising money for young people that are just in such desperate situations. So if you can come along, please, please do. The oh, tickets are quite cheap fun. as well. They're about 12 quid, I think. So oh, please come along. Backyard, condition. 7th of March. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. No, don't have to thank me. When you said you were going to do some plugs, I thought you were going to give me a hair transplant. Well, I've got... that. That's after, but I need to be with you in person for that. Oh, OK. I, know, I never know what plugs are. They're like a sort of firm wig, I think, aren't they? Like I think they go into your skull, don't they? Oh, that sounds painful. I couldn't be doing with that. No, they move the hair up, don't they? Well, I think that's what a hair transplant... I still don't know. So oh. many people go and get them done. But I think I think a bald man is becoming. Well, it's becoming something. But <laughs> yes, yes, I suppose. I think you've got to own it. Well, I do, don't I? Oh, yeah. Tom, you couldn't own it more. I mean, I couldn't own it. I do own it, literally. You're bald of the year. No, I'm not. That must be someone like Patrick Stewart or... Who would be bald of the year? There are better um, balds than me. Oh, I don't think so. You're the best I know. Mm, stop it. Oh, stop it. But thank you. Um, thank well, you. We'll be in your ears next week. We will be all over your ears next week. Thank you so much for listening. And for now, bye-bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye-